0: up guys welcome to the free for all podcast your source for all things geek i'm your host evan swafford with me as always chuck nally hello josh brodette hey trey's here yo there it is i thought on? you missed it
1: <laughs> in the last two seconds looking at facebook i got a Hoff sauce recommendation <laughs> a flat iron recommendation and a trough sauce recommendation Jesus Christ <laughs> they went hard They <laughs> were like we're listening to all your conversations
0: don't worry it's fine because the government's trying to microchip you they can't they don't know anything about you before now until they can get that microchip in you with the vaccination that's coming <laughs> True story. The best are the people that post something about getting microchipped front and it says sent from iPhone.
1: Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh,
0: you people are stupid and if you're listening to our show you're stupid just because I don't care. Stop listening. We don't want you. Got it.
1: <laughs> but Bush but, really did do 9/11 though. But tell your friends
0: yeah, I mean, rate us five stars and tell your friends, but you fucking stop listening because you're fucking stupid. <laughs> but we we assume we, assume, we assume your friends are smart and good people, though, and we we, we want their downloads. They can keep right. downloading
2: us. That's right.
0: But yeah, you got any bubble wrap or
2: anything to pop in front of the microphone, or was that loud? Yes!
1: <laughs>
2: Thank you.
0: <laughs>
1: uh,
0: My bad. Uh, well, rolling on. Let's talk about what we're watching. It's a lot. We got a good show. Uh, First up, let's talk uh, new show premieres. We call it Keeper Cut. We're in a new TV season now. Got to keep you people honest. We follow. Uh, the actual rules So once once June 1st yeah, We're in the new season So uh, all of these uh, will be For a long time from now We gotta talk about uh, recording uh, Our TV awards sometime in the next like Two months
1: There's a good chance I don't get involved In that I did not do well this TV season and I feel like I would Tray up the uh, algorithm a little bit
0: This is a conversation We have every year You'll be there
1: God damn it
2: is, is God of War somehow going to win this one, too? <laughs> Fuck this.
1: Um, only if it's deemed to be the right answer, which, of course, it very much was.
0: Keeper oh, uh, forgot. It. it's an old show, but it's a new one. Jesus Christ Trey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Keep>. <laughs>
3: That's
1: my favorite new show. I would watch Jesus Christ Trey. <laughs>
0: That sounds amazing. (laughs) As the very much church-growing Christian here, I I 100% also would watch (laughs) Jesus Crunch.
2: (laughs) We should really pitch this to a network. Uh, And
1: it's Trey interrupting other shows with bags of chips.
2: (laughs) That would be the best show
0: ever. It Somebody,
1: Phil. Was- a- he's eating some amazing food in Taiwan, and Trey just walks by with fucking flaming hot Cheetos, well, a- I'm thinking, Cheetos. I'm thinking, I'm thinking better call Saul. In-
0: Jesus Christ!
2: <laughs> <laughs> in the, the Umbrella Academy. Something drastic happens. Trey's. Like, oh,
1: oh. I just see Trey in the background of Magic for Susan's.
0: <laughs> Magic for <laughs> Susans? How'd you do that? This is like the old uh, Letterman skit, Hey, Stop Calling Me Chief. (laughs) (laughs) Which was the best. He literally just interviewed people and called them chief in an excessive amount of times until someone would say, Please Stop Calling Me Chief. (laughs) Uh, We have a winner here, folks. Anyways, uh, first up is actually an old show, but it has been made new again, such as Our World. Uh, Netflix has brought back a new version of Unsolved Mysteries, and I'm here for it. Who won't watch this?
1: I didn't like the original, so I didn't watch this.
0: I watched it. I
2: watched the first 15 minutes.
0: So good. I love the theme song. What'd you guys think about it?
3: Well, I watched just the first 15 minutes, so... (laughs) If that
0: 15
3: I mean, it's clearly trying to go for that, like, capture this true crime wave that is obviously big in pop culture currently, um, and maybe it does that, but man, uh, 15 minutes in, it did not hook me, and I was like, I'm going to watch something else.
1: Being on Netflix, it's very much part of the true crime wave. It yeah. makes sense they would bring it back. Is this one also hosted by. Was it William Shatner who did the original? No. No. He hosted one of those I, shows, goddammit.
0: Not even fucking close to William It
1: was Shatner. called Boston Legal. No. Shatner hosted one of those shows. I'm looking it up right now
2: <laughs> Boston Legal.
3: The thrilling true crime doc. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I love Boston Legal I
2: still, that's a show I need to go back and watch Robert Stack hosted the first true, uh, Unsolved Mysteries and he always wore that stupid fucking trench coat like he, like he was going to solve one himself or something <laughs> you
0: don't know he could have I guess Robert, and i tell you what, though, man, I actually really like this, but this, Robert Stack is what this show is missing. I used to love that dude's voice, and, like, him, like, commenting throughout and, like, leading the show, like, because he would do the opening and then, like, would make comments and, like, kind of do the narration in in between clips. Uh, I I like that. Not only did, like, his voice, like, it freaked me the fuck out when I was a child, but also he was really good at it. Um, and I felt this show needed that, but overall I really liked it. Did you watch just the first episode, uh, Chuck? Yeah. Yeah,
2: that dude falling through the hole. Or did he? <laughs> uh, he hosted
1: Rescue 911. Did, 1- did he really? Yes.
0: He did. Uh, yeah, I know that, but also not Unsolved Mysteries.
2: <laughs> i loved
3: that show well, he also
2: Josh, hosted did you like
1: the- it?
3: unexplained
1: <laughs> you
2: know, <Josh? laughs> i i liked it enough to finish the episode but i'm i'm not gonna watch anymore i don't think
0: no i'm with you like it's a cut for me but i actually liked what i watched it was a weird case for the first like episode to put out because it seemed like less I don't know, it was, it didn't even really get to, like, the controversy of it till like, well into the show, what all was going on. About uh, um, the
3: first 15 minutes,
0: for sure. Like, clearly his friend that they kept showing stills of, uh, that, but wouldn't interview, I was like, well, something's going to come back around about that motherfucker. And sure enough, like, he probably had something to do with this. Uh but, I don't know, it was it was interesting, and I enjoyed it, and I'm sure it's probably doing really well for uh, people watching it, because it's got a good name, and it's a solid show, and like I said, True Crime's big, and COVID's still a thing, so people are streaming shows like crazy, but, uh, yeah, I think it's a cut for me, but it, it was a good cut, uh, not one that I just hated. Yeah.
3: Yeah, cut for me for sure.
0: Uh... Let's see. This is the only show I, I couldn't get to. Um, I wanted to. It, it comes from Australia. Um, it's called Stateless. It's on Netflix. I think Chuck got to watch it. I saw it. I did. Uh, it, it, it's starring uh, Yvonne Strahovski, isn't it?
2: Uh, Yvonne Strahovski, um, Jai Courtney, and... Um Let's see. Uh, Margot Robbie, um, Kate Blanchett, oh, <laughs> Hugh Jackman, <laughs> <laughs>
1: all the uh, Australians. Kate.
0: Um, Kate Blanchett actually uh, is the EP on this. She's the one that like got this brought stateside and made. She was uh, big into this show getting made uh, in the first place.
1: Probably Naomi Watts, even though you know I won't recognize her.
0: That's true. true. Anyways, uh, what did what did you think about it? I heard it can be kind of a hard watch.
2: I I really I watched the whole first episode and it was a struggle to be honest with you. Um hmm. there are a couple of parts that um Yvonne Shahofsky had to do some like pretty dramatic stuff like crying and get emotional a little crazy and she didn't quite pull it off. I mean she's still hot and like number one in my heart, but that is not her particular wheelhouse. Um, it, was, it was her birthday she's two days good
0: ago. Not a, she's not a great actress, uh, but man, she's she's just wonderful. I, also, describe what this sh- show is about for the people that don't know.
2: Well, it's about this girl who is struggling with her confidence, and she goes, um, signs up for like this confidence course or whatever, like a week-long kind of course, Um she gets uh, picked by the two heads of this. Like they're a married couple. One of them's Kate Blanchett, like out of nowhere. Um, and, um, they like get her to be like the lead dancer in this thing. But then the man sexually abuses her to get her to go on stage or whatever. And she breaks down in the middle of it and he like shreds her in front of all these people. Um, and while this is going on, this refugee family is trying to escape wherever they're from and get into Australia, but that doesn't happen. It's weird. I I don't think I liked it very much. I don't think I would have watch, finished watching it at all if it didn't have uh, my girlfriend in it.
0: That's fair. I've heard it's a hard watch for that reason. Like it's just kinda hard to follow but it good. But it makes like some pretty strong like political statements. is evidently this is a real thing going on in Australia as far as like some of the like uh deportation and like the uh, a lot of uh, like immigrant like holding and all this stuff is what it gets into I'm mean, not that we don't have our own issues with that but this is focusing on theirs um, and I've heard for like it can get pretty real but it also is like kind of brutal and slow um, and hard to follow so yeah I it was last on my list to get to um, and it so it was the only thing I, I couldn't get to it sounds like I don't I wasn't sure I was gonna like it, and that it really sounds like I wouldn't.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a cut for me. Um, I just don't, I don't. I'm not vested in the story enough to keep going.
0: That's fair. Um, did anyone watch the stars' original P Valley besides me? No nope. sir. Nope. This show was sitting at like an 86 on Metacritic. Hmm. People. Really, that's, for TV that's really high it's usually more very, it's, they get scored a little harsher usually because it's just so many different tastes and wide ranging But and yet they have to watch four episodes um, it's very well made I am not the target audience for this um, it is about a strip club in Mississippi like in the middle of nowhere uh, um, it's kind of brutal it, it's like a it's a bunch of, like, it's not like a in Atlanta or something. like. It is very much middle-of-nowhere Mississippi, known for, like, its strip club that people go to. Um, uh, predominantly black cast. It's really, it's not like, there is, like, a new stripper that comes in. This isn't, like, the, like, young upstart coming in against the established stripper. It's more of, like, a brutal telling. And, like, it has something to say on, um, I guess, like, it's it's directed and written by an all female team, and it has a lot of commentary. I feel on like uh, social norms and thoughts on like uh, sex work for women, and is it you know degrading or their choice? I mean, I, I I see why it's reviewing well. It's just not really for me. I mean, sure, in the opposite of what they're wanting, there's a lot of like nudity and sex, and I. I feel I won't want to be like, that's why I'll watch, because, you know, I have porn for that, not an hour-long TV show that I'm like, get to the boobs! Um, not that that has happened when I was younger, but we have a lot of options now. Um, it's a very well shot and written show that I think is going to do well for a while for stars, but it is it is not for me. It is a cut. And I can't trade maybe i could see get into it a little bit i don't see josh or chuck getting into this at all
1: doesn't sound like my jam
0: yeah and i've got enough shoes as it is yeah there you go smart choice uh, let's talk about the peacock um, peacock has launched that is nbc universal streaming service because we need more streaming services um been a bit of a rocky launch for them, similar to HBO Max, both of them still missing from all uh Amazon Fire and Roku devices. Um Peacock went with the more convoluted launch of it's free, but some stuff is free. It's you can so watch confusing. originals but only one episode. Uh you can do a paid version in which you get everything but there's ads, or you can do another paid version in which you get everything and no ads. <laughs> um It's not a great model, but it did allow me to watch all their pilots of their original shows without paying. Um, But I can't watch any more, I don't think. I think they're going to slowly release episodes for the free, and eventually I can watch them. I don't don't know, though.
1: I think it tried to autoplay the second episode of whatever that sci-fi garbage show was.
0: We know how you feel about that. Uh, Anyways, uh, I think it's either weekly or bi weekly. They'll drop episodes for free. Uh, um, Whereas if you pay, it's all uh, like you could watch the whole series right now. I know that. Um, Anyways, let's go through some of their shows. Uh, Hang
2: on, time out. I've got a pro tip. If you sign up for a trial on Android or through your Android phone, you get um, a premium Mm -hmm. subscription through like. November or December or something like that. So I can watch whatever I want to right now.
0: That's not nice. Is it, I, it's the premium one with ads, though. Am I correct?
2: Yeah, but it's got like one 30-second ad, and that's it. And it's at the very beginning. Yeah,
0: the, ad, the ads aren't bad at all, even on the free version. I think I watched about 30 to 45 seconds of ads throughout a whole show. I was, I was like, I'm not sure. After watching that, I was like, unless it was going to get worse, if I get – if I pay for Peacock, it's not going to be for the ad-free version because it's, like, nothing. You watched one before, and I think there might have been one at the end or in the middle that was, like, 15 seconds long. No, it wasn't bad they, at
1: all. They, like, specifically stated at the beginning of the episode, it was, like, enjoy this with only one ad. Like, I mean, they're, they are pushing that as as a model, which makes sense, yes. Yeah, so if I were to do it as well, I would do that, unlike Hulu, where I was basically forced to go ad-free because, God, it's awful. Yeah, um, the same three ads on rotation did not yeah, like they that. Yeah, they, they, they made this way too convoluted. Uh,
0: they have three major uh, scripted shows that they dropped. Uh, there's some reality shows uh, as well. Um, but th- we're going to talk about their scripted shows. Um, who all watched? Uh, let's talk about Brave New World first. Who all watched this? I, I, did. I did, for one. I did. Oh, of I, which one? Uh, what are we thinking?
1: I, I hate this show. <laughs> they have very
2: thick accents. Thick. With two C's. <laughs> yeah.
0: 100%.
1: I, I think this show is just like one massive trope and it's really boring.
2: I like this show. It is, to me, it is um, a less well done we happy few. Like, it's exactly um, what it is. yeah, you take it, they're taking their joy or whatever they call it to get them nice and docile. Um, there's some interesting other things that they do with like the clones or whatever those fucking guys are, uh, that all look the same.
0: Yeah. that was, yeah, um, that was I think that would get explained more. And then like, it's a society where like you have to be single and, like, you can't be tied down because everybody is entitled to everybody and all this stuff. Yeah. I just
1: think... I think the narrative around the, like, utopian, drug-fueled, happy society falls apart, like, every time it's done, which it, we happy few or... Uh, even Even though I love this movie, Equilibrium... Like, the idea of drug-reduced emotions or drug-enforced emotions just, like, falls apart the moment you try and have any tension whatsoever in the story, because the actors always betray whatever emotion they're supposed to be displaying. Like, it always comes down to the same exact thing of, like, oh, everybody's supposed to be happy, but these actors don't look like they're happy 100% of the time because they are naturally reacting to the dialogue they're created, or... Like, and it's not just the fact that, like, oh, their joy or whatever the drug is called is not working. Like, even before that and with other characters, it just doesn't feel believable or real to me in any way. And, like, it always comes down to my same issue with that. Equilibrium acted like people had no emotion because of the drugs they were taking. But very clearly, every character in that movie had emotion. It just happened to be that they had awesome gung kung fu to to have with that movie.
0: Yeah, I don't see that at all really on this one like for me let me obviously like this isn't like high high level acting i didn't think it was terrible it wasn't great though um but for me it just it isn't like a cure-all but it just always kind of skews you to be more just placated not necessarily docile and emotionless but just to kind of keep you uh even keel and on the positive side but not completely emotionless i mean i know you had said like you text me it was a well like well trodden for me, all I could think of was "We Happy Few," this and equilibrium. I thought of the exact same one, so I don't feel like it's done been done that much. And I do to its credit, and it's also a video game. I think "We Happy Few" did it extremely well.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's just maybe it's just a trope or a story that I am just not a big fan of in general. I also could not care less about the Savage Lands. <laughs> like whatever story is going on there.
0: I'm with you on that part. With- actually, I was like, I don't want to watch this part of it i liked everything that was going on with the city with i like the actor dude that was basarian in uh game of thrones he was in counterpart i like that dude um uh i like the show overall that girl is really fucking hot um
1: she almost looks like simmons from uh agents of shield or yeah that's simmons right which whichever one's Fitz or Simmons? I can't remember because it's been seven years since I've watched that fucking show. Wow.
0: It's Simmons. It's Gemma. Uh, Trey, what did you think about the show?
1: Um, I think I'm
3: probably about where Josh's. Um, well, let me rephrase that. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't. The Trump part, I guess, I didn't really bother me as much. I mean, I guess I see what you're saying, but um, man, I did find it just incredibly fucking boring. Um, like I struggled to get through the whole first episode and I also understand or struggled to understand what the fuck anyone was saying.
1: <laughs> How did they somehow find more redneck and white trash Johnny Knoxville to play the main guy in the Savage Lands? Cuz that is exactly what he reminded me of.
0: Are you talking about Alden Ehrenreich, the guy from Solo? Yeah,
1: he didn't are. look he didn't look like Alden Ehrenreich at all to me. Oh, I did not know that was <laughs> him. That's insane.
0: I mean, I guess I
1: can see it now that you say it. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, to be fair, I've only ever seen him in solo. So that is a good actor. Yeah, he just has. Go ahead. Yeah, it's not.
0: It's travesty, but he was really his part was really good on it. So do you think you'll obviously Trey and Josh not going to continue this? Is this something you think you'll watch more of?
2: Probably not unless Kristen gets into it and makes me watch it. I
0: guess that's fair. I think I mean I think I'm in on it. I think I'll watch it. None of the Peacock shows are very long. I think this one's like ten episodes, um, maybe eight. Uh, and I know that it's not like great TV, but it kind of hit a hit a few uh, spots for me that I, I, I enjoyed um, pretty well. I like that story, and I. I guess I'm the opposite of Justin that I enjoy that trope for the little I that I've personally seen it. Um, let's talk next about Intelligence, uh, their lone comedy uh, starring David Schwimmer uh, as a uh, NSA agent that gets sent to uh, Britain to be a liaison uh, for their, like, Cybercrime thing? Anyways, I don't know. Um, What did we think about this show? Fuck this show.
1: I didn't get to watch it, and I sound like I'm pretty happy to do that.
2: (laughs) I actually actually thought it was pretty funny.
1: No! We're all over the board with Peacock!
0: I hated this show, and I wanted to like it so much. Uh, There were a few moments where, despite wanting to be unhappy, because I had had not liked several parts, that David Schwimmer can just be fucking funny sometimes. Uh, But, yeah, overall, I did not enjoy the show. What did you like about it?
2: There was a couple of parts that were funny to me, and and I'm having difficulties finding, um, you know, 20 to 30-minute... Easy watches that I can, you know, eat my lunch and watch without getting Evan to be too invested in anything. And this kind of fits that bill. I laughed pretty hard when he was trying to put that jelly bean in her mouth. I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, I don't know. There's a couple. There was a couple of parts that made me laugh pretty good. But um, I don't know. I need I need more sitcoms in my life, Evan. There's not a there's not a whole lot out there right now.
0: The only time I laughed kind of good was when he had to pee super bad and that guy's car just wouldn't fucking work. And he was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, it's funny. Uh, Trey, why, why did you hate this show?
3: <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, there was definitely a couple of funny parts. like, But I don't think what I was doing just now when you guys were talking about it is about as much reaction as it got when I was watching it, which is to say, like... I was kind of grinning at a couple of parts, but, like, I don't think I laughed out loud, like, one time. Um, Which I get every sitcom doesn't have a ton of laugh-out-loud stuff, but you gotta get me at least once. And, man, Josh, I want to watch you watch this just because David Schwimmer is the most (laughs) awkward motherfucker I have ever witnessed. It is incredible how, like, just fucking obnoxious he is. No, thank you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. I I was annoyed significantly more than I was entertained.
0: A cut for me and Trey. and It sounds like a keep for uh, Chuck. I did not expect this. Yeah, well, fuck you. (laughs) Got him. Classic. Uh, And then finally from uh, Peacock, let's talk about The Capture. Um, this has been, uh, Brave New World was their biggest, like, advertised show. The Capture has been by far their most well-reviewed show, uh, coming in. Um, only six episodes. Um, I've watched the first one. This show, uh, also a British show, um, takes place and really, like, goes into, uh, how much, uh, Britain uses CCTV cameras uh, for uh, security and, like, kind of dives into uh, the worlds of, like, deep fakes and stuff like that now and how reliable all that is. Uh, pretty interesting premise. It's got a, some strong hints of, like, uh, Bodyguard uh, from that was on Amazon a few years ago with Richard Madden. Um, it's got some strong Homeland vibes. Uh, I was digging it. Did you, would you guys like this?
1: I really liked it. I was surprised at how much it was like, it was the only one of these like Peacock shows or I guess of the two that I watched it. I like, I wanted to watch episode two. Um, I found it an interesting story. I like the take on the CCTV and like the overreach that you could see potentially over there and what actually happened. Like I genuinely want to know, um, I'm not going to pay for Peacock, so I'm probably just going to Wikipedia it, but, um, like, I found it to be an interesting enough hook for the first episode that I actually would like to watch more of it.
0: What did you think, Chuck?
2: Um, I thought it was all right. Uh, first of all, Bodyguard was Netflix, not Amazon. Netflix.
0: It was, I'm sorry. You're right. I, it came out right around the same time as Homecoming, which was Amazon. Excuse me. How dare you?
2: I need more Bodyguard in my life. That show was fucking awesome. Well, Whitney's dad's so. show. Um, good. Uh, <laughs> what? Hate that
1: Whitney Houston? <laughs> Jesus.
2: Um, no, it was okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't particularly like anybody in this show. Like, all of them kind of suck in some way. Like, I'm not pulling for anybody. Uh, the story and the mystery is kind of intriguing, but, huh?
0: The girl that gets kidnapped is a smoke show. I thought That's she was so weird. hot.
2: Oh yeah. Embarrassed? Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know I don't know how invested I can get when like I actively dislike every character on the show.
1: I, I felt like the plight of the main character was interesting enough to me. I also thought he was really good in the scene where he actually the only thing that bugged me about this show was they like refused to show the footage for so fucking long. Like, everybody knew what the footage was. Why couldn't we just see it? And then they showed it in, like, the last two minutes. And I thought he was really good in his believability and, like, not knowing what was going on. Like, that scene in the interrogation room I thought was really good.
0: I agree with that. He did do that. I I also like the kind of hint of, like, let's not just assume that, yes, it is fake and there's a conspiracy theory. They do kind of tease that. Maybe it could be PTSD as well. And like he just doesn't remember doing it. So that's where I got like the homeland vibe of like, uh, is Sergeant Brody an actual traitor or is he good? So I don't know. I like that. Trey, did you watch this?
3: Unfortunately, this is one I didn't watch. It sounds like it's the one I should have, but.
0: I do think this would be easily your favorite show from that. I do think that if you want to watch it, Josh, I do think, I think they've said that all shows, like all episodes will be available for free. It just will take time for them all to be available. So I'll
1: have to keep um, an eye on this it. one
0: only has six episodes. So at some point it'll be an easy watch. Uh, it's a keep for me. Um, uh, sounds like it is for you too, uh, yeah. Josh. Uh, Surprising. For you,
2: yeah, Probably.
0: We watch a lot of shit, so you gotta cut some stuff. (laughs) Um, Did anyone else watch Frayed? Frayed, not.
2: (laughs) I
3: hate
0: you. That was fantastic. Uh, Unlike Frayed, just don't watch it. It, It's it's not great. I think it's on Hulu. It takes place in like the '80s, and I don't know why. Um it's a woman married to kind of a piece of shit guy, but they live this lavish lifestyle. He dies in a like weird, like public sex scandal, and then they find out that they have no money, so they have to move back to her she's originally from Australia, and you move back there and figure out she's just been like lying about who she was and where she came from, and her kids discover the truth, and then just this them adjusting to like very low income life in Australia after being rich in uh, uh, in England. It's not. There's just. It's not offensively bad. It's not even that bad. It's not like poorly acted. It's not good. It's just the most meh show that you can think of. There's really no reason to watch it. It's not bad enough to watch. Like to be like, holy shit, that's bad. And there's this will never ever be talked about again for any type of awards. It's just meh. So, good on you for not watching this.
1: Sounds thrilling.
0: It's not. It's so boring. That is just (laughs) the thing to say about it. Uh, (laughs) Let's talk about Muppets now. Some Disney Plus action happening. Uh, The Muppets are back! Again! What do we think? I think we all watched this. I did not watch
1: this. Oh what the fuck? That Sorry. was wrong, Trey. I'm
3: going to eventually, probably. Um, I'll
1: I'll I'll go first. I don't have the reverence for the Muppets you guys do. Like I like the Muppets well enough, but I don't think they're like the world's greatest thing or anything. I didn't love Muppets Most Wanted. I didn't really love the Jason Siegel movie either that much. I hated the new show a couple years back. Um I I said it in like our group message or whatever. I feel like the Muppets are stuck in this loop of like trying to do too much narratively because they gained popularity off of a variety show. So like they're cutting edge or I mean up with the times in terms of like last time they did the mockumentary thing. This time they're doing the streamer thing. So it's like the whole show is just we're watching their YouTube videos. And to me, I was bored for most of it. Like I just didn't. Find much of like anything to enjoy out of it, despite like, oh, that's Kermit. I like Kermit, and oh, Miss Piggy, she's loud and in your face. But now she's doing beauty videos because that's a YouTube thing. Like, it just felt weirdly forced, which I feel like a lot of the times the Muppets have done, at least in their TV iterations. Um, to me, at least, I, I did not love this. I, I got bored and had stuff going on in the background halfway through the episode.
0: First off, I would like to jump in with "fuck you, Josh." Uh, The Muppet. (laughs) Always a delight. Uh, I love Muppet Babies.
1: They make your dreams come true. Uh,
0: That they do. There's also a new Muppet Babies. Well, new-ish. It's been out for like two years now. But uh, my children fucking love it. Um, I like this pretty well. I think because of the nature of it, it's just going to be like bits that they do, and much like Saturday Night Live, not every bit's going to be great. Um, I certainly laughed at like parts of the Miss Piggy thing, but Miss Piggy, as ever, is the worst Muppet, and uh, so like I, it kind of drags on for a little bit. Um,
1: Diggs showed up, then,
0: yeah, and then Tay Diggs, and then you <laughs> have uh, but then you have like the third, uh, the second or third segment, which is Okie Dokie cooking. With yeah! chefs. Uh, yeah. and it's the greatest fucking thing I've seen this year. No, no, cooking.
3: <laughs> he does not wonderful.
0: want to tip that guy.
2: <laughs> I could watch <laughs> that I can watch that for the rest of my life.
0: All oh. I want is an Okie dokie cooking like show. <laughs> I want like somebody feed Phil, but with Swedish chef.
2: God, it's so funny.
0: What did you think about this, Chuck?
2: Um very similar to what you did. I, I wasn't enthralled with the Miss Piggy thing. There was a couple of funny things in that, but overall it was okay. Uh Swedish Chef thing was real funny. I also liked the um uh the photo bombing thing I thought it was pretty funny. Um, but top- <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh yes. Uh the Muppets, just seeing the Muppets interact with each other always puts a smile on my face anyway. Um, I don't know how how this particular format is is going to hold up, but for the first episode, I'd give it like an eight.
0: Yeah, that's that's about where I am. Obviously, maybe bumped up a point just because of Okie Doki cooking, uh, but the Kermit... No tipping! Like, no tipping! Kermit doing, like, the bombing or the uh like, <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris in How I Met Your Mother, like, can't take a bad picture, but he, like, all of a sudden ends up in every picture. I laugh really hard at that. Um, like I said, it's just going to have certain hit-or-miss skits, and I think there'll be some whole episodes that probably just don't hit that well. My only reservation, really, is the format kind of limits usually how many Muppets will be together, and sometimes the whole gang being there really is where Muppets can shine. Uh, But overall, I like it. Um, I'm not sure if I liked it more or Layton did, but, and by that, I mean, I definitely liked it more than Layton did. Um, But uh, I will be watching this weekly with my kids, whether they want to or fucking not, because I'm a good father.
1: (laughs) Um, I like their movies more than I've ever liked the television version of the Muppets. Like, Muppet Treasure Island, Muppets in Space, like Muppet Christmas Carol. I like all of those. Like the nineties and like late eighties Muppet movies, I liked a lot. I just didn't I've never like really just dug their T V iterations in any way. Aside from Muppet because sure, they're delightful. I'm
0: pretty sure I love every single Muppet movie there is. They're all I good.
1: Can't, like the any of them that have Big Bird because that nightmare creature should never have fucking existed.
0: Uh, Muppets from Space is eh. it's the it's the worst one. You're you're correct. I still don't dislike it, but it's the worst one. Muppets Most Wanted is probably the next one in line after that, but Muppets from Space is, is the worst one.
1: Well, did you not know that I have like a serious fear of Big Bird? He fucking freaks me out. I remember it food.
0: came back to me, but yeah, it's really weird, man.
1: God, I hate him. He's he's creepy.
0: All right. Uh, keep for me as well. It was a keep for uh, for Chuck, and clearly a keep for Josh. Right, Josh? <laughs> right. Clearly. I just watched the uh, way you guys were talking, uh, and I'll probably watch some more. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Keep for Trey. Um, I wanted to see what Chuck, it was like. There you go. Finally on Keeper Cut, uh a Hulu original animated show, Crossing Swords. Uh um, I did not
1: see this on the list.
0: I just watched this uh, today. I think Chuck added it on there because I had forgotten to. Good on you for that. Good looking out. Um This is the Chuck O's show. What did what did we think about? Well that's Crossing weird swords? because I fucking hate it.
1: <laughs> oh, this, the little, uh, the, like, uh, Claymation-looking thing. It wasn't, obviously, Claymation. The... It's, like,
3: playmobile looking characters. Yeah. Yeah, it, I remember seeing, tra- like, man, trailers
2: for this. This show is terrible. Like, it's <laughs> awful. Like, I hate it so much. It's not funny. It tries to be offensive, like, not like an Archer, clever, funny, offensive. It's just... Offensive and offensively bad. The show's terrible. It's like if Terrence and Phillip
3: was a real show.
2: But worse. Way worse. Uh,
3: terrible.
0: <laughs> either way, it's pretty fucking bad. It's <laughs> not you. it's not good. Uh, like <laughs> at all. I don't I don't like this show. Um it wasn't like the worst thing I've seen uh but it was not good. I did chuckle like at a few things but yeah. or maybe kind of mild but overall like yeah, I was just like this should not be a show. Uh, um I forget who it's from. It's from somebody that's made something pretty successful. Robot chicken like, guys. Oh, well there it is. Um I do like some robot chicken but uh man this was it's
2: was not- real hit
1: or miss. Somebody somebody in our
2: group loved this. Was it Tori? I could see that. Doesn't sound wrong.
0: (laughs) Maybe. I think Eric Eric didn't like it, but I'm not sure. He may have liked it.
1: God, it's got a cast,
2: though. Oh, yeah. the, The voice cast is stacked. It's just the writing and everything else is terrible.
1: Oh, well, it has Tony Hale, so it's like a 50-50 shot at being wonderful or horrible. So,
0: oh, Tony Hale is wonderful as everything except the Joker.
1: I'm just saying things that involve him in their project are 50-50. He's pretty awesome in the Harley Quinn animated show.
0: I have to try that again at some point.
2: It's awesome. I will fucking love it. I just finished uh, season two. I
0: forgot there's he was more There's way more people on your side than there are mine, and I only watched the one episode, so I, I will give that another shot. Crossing Swords is a cut. It's a hard cut. The only uh, part I enjoy yeah. I did enjoy the uh, part about HPV. I laughed at that part of it. You can't not laugh at HPV. It was really funny. He was like, is because she has HPV. And he was like, no, she actually stripped her way into a medical degree and cured HPV. Yes, she has HPV, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I left at that point. Uh, all right. Uh, returning shows. We had one, and it was a big one. It's my number one show from two years ago, and I believe our number one uh, consensus show from that year. Um, uh, yeah, Umbrella Academy is back.
3: Yeah, it is. Um, is it possible to talk about this first episode without spoil or without spoiling? No. Fuck you, Trey. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, probably.
3: I mean, I can totally. Just did.
0: Did you see the trailer for this season?
3: Um, no. But that, if you spoil shit that's in the trailer, I won't be. I won't be bummed.
0: The first episode pretty much just covers the trailer. Um, so we left off uh, season one um, with uh, them stopping the white violin and uh, the it was moon getting blown up. Year. Last year was number
2: one because of the way That's the TV season worked. That's
1: right. I was, I was, right. Say, we I was very surprised that Succession uh, was two didn't. years ago. Yeah, I yeah. was looking up that same exact thing. There's Riverdale above Magicians.
0: Right where it belongs. One spot ahead. Yep.
1: Chuck was Uh, so bad.
0: You can't speak to it yet. You haven't watched Riverdale yet. You don't know. Uh, um, You're myself
1: up for it. Don't worry. 22 fucking... uh,
0: CW sucks. So we leave off with the moon getting blown up at the end of season one. um, And... Uh five teleports them all away and they go into the past, but they because five fucks up every now and then, they all end up at different intervals in the past. Uh from anywhere from nineteen sixty to nineteen sixty-three, they all get dropped off at different times. So and he's the last one in nineteen sixty three, so we've been we catch up with some of the characters that have been alive for a few years, and they all got dropped in Dallas right before the Kennedy assassination, because of course they did. But Five gets to see because they've gone back and these uh the other guys are there in the past, somehow they've changed things to where the world still ends because nuclear war, because they fuck up things that bad. Um, And then we kind of are going to be led down. What in the world everybody's doing that could possibly lead to that? I'm so in on it. Like, it was so good to be back with these characters. Dude, the
2: first or that particular scene you're talking about where Five shows up in 63... Is like the best two minutes of television fucking ever. It is like like end game le- like Marvel in-game level shit, man. It is so badass. Like, I was a, freaking out.
0: It was amazing. Jayla was watching with me, who didn't watch season one, and was like, what the fuck is happening? Because uh, I was, like, really geeked up, because outside of, like, them having their final fight last year, and even not really then... You see, like, fully leveled up the family unleashing their powers and fighting, like, against, like, the end of the world, basically, because Russia has invaded the U.S. and bombs are about to drop. But, yeah, like, when Vanya comes up and, like, disintegrates the bomb and they're all she going go, crap. She, so
2: cool. she Dr. Manhattan's a, a mortar shell. Uh, Diego stops a bunch of bullets and redirects them into the people that shot him at him. Klaus raises the army of the dead and, like, destroys people. Luther is finally powerful. He didn't do shit in the first season. Like, he couldn't even knock out Hazel. Like, he didn't do shit, but then he just, like, Hulk jumps and stops a mortar shell. It's so badass. God, I'm still geeked up about it. I want to watch, like, the whole season, like, right now.
0: It was really fucking good, like I re- like it was everything I wanted um and obviously we love the first season, but uh reviews for season two have been very high, and people are very in on the story um I just love these characters so much, they kept what I love about the first season and these characters, and they're're just getting more depth on them um Obviously, we get to see more into their powers. I, it's 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 exactly what I wanted. And this is coming. I think you're in the same boat as me. Is I've never read the graphic novel. Have you? No. Uh, Trey, did you ever read this novel?
3: No, I haven't read it either. Um, but I'm sure it's shitlogging in uh, Netflix right now so I can watch this fight scene.
0: You- I have heard... <laughs> I've heard a few people, like, this is one of the few things that I hear more often that the show is actually better than the book. Like, I've heard the book's okay, but the show is more focused and, like, cooler than what the book actually is. And I'm fine with that. I've seen the show and haven't read the book. Uh, I'm so book? excited. Uh, how old did you say? Yeah. I have no idea when it was written.
3: I feel like some of those, like, Earlier, early days, edgier graphic novels didn't quite age as well as they could have. You know what I'm excited to see? Baby Pogo. You, baby baby. Pogo, because
2: you know (laughs) that. Ah, when he back, it was so sad. That scene was. so... I was so mad at Vanya. Like, how could she?
0: Right, he's a a talking monkey. uh we may be talking about uh Umbrella Academy next time cuz I, I may go ahead and finish that show. I was like, "Hell yeah, I love being back in that world."
2: Yeah, I watched the entire first season again uh this weekend uh while I was working um kind of gearing up for everything and then me and Kristen watched the first episode today uh for season 2 and man, I'm so happy. I love Klaus. He's so awesome. And, uh, dude, what a turn for Luther. Luther's, like, a cynical bastard. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, he is. Man, I continue. Klaus and Five are both just amazing. And I love Ben with, with Klaus all the time. And Ben's little rift with him is just fucking great. Uh,
3: how far in is that scene? I, mean, I know you don't know exactly, but...
2: Four minutes, maybe? Five?
0: It's It's not far in. Pretty early. I mean, clearly we've overhyped it now, but it's really fucking great. All right, I found (laughs) it. Continue. Let's all just sit here and watch Trey. It would be great for our podcast listeners. He has the same expression on his face. That's because uh, I think I went back too far. <laughs> oh, there no, is something that happened. Well. <laughs> something made me incredibly sad in this episode, and I won't say it because it is a spoiler, um, but I hated to see one thing, but because of the nature of time travel, things happen. So, it's okay. Yeah, Chuck probably knows what I'm about.
2: Yeah, I know. I... I... I screamed at my television set. That's what happened.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. While well, Trey is completely tuned out and watching uh, TV during the podcast, because why wouldn't he? a <laughs> movie and TV show. Uh, let's move on to some finished shows, of which we've got several. Not Riverdale. Trey. Sorry. Nick. Uh, I was gonna go to you first, but you're watching Umbrella Academy, so I'll I just paused it. What's up? I was gonna say you're the only one still watching The Shy. Um, me and Josh. I don't Trey. Did you or Chuck? Did you ever watch The Shy? Uh, I watched like
2: three episodes, maybe, but I never finished it.
0: Yeah, you were never like super high on it, like we were. Um. Me, Josh, and Trey all really loved the first season. And then the Jason Mitchell stuff came out, and I think I was just really expecting The shy to get canceled, so I didn't watch. And I tried to watch season two later on, and I couldn't really get into it, so I just ended up dropping it. Um, It's had a lot of really good reviews for season three. um, And I believe, Trey, you have now finished season three. Tell me what's going on as you continue to hold that torch for The shy. Uh,
3: yeah, so, yeah, I did finish, I finished season three, actually, just today, um, just like Billions, it was a seven-episode season that I'm assuming they had to, uh, figure out how to wrap a little quicker than they initially thought, but, um, man, they don't miss a fucking beat. Um, obviously, uh, is it Jason Mitchell, is that his name? Yes. Uh, yeah, actor. Um you know, whatever, got into some hot water, um, got fired, uh, he's just dead in the show, they just act like nothing happened, to be fair, it's a show, it's a show set in a black neighborhood on the south side of Chicago, so people getting shot is not exactly, uh, hard to believe, but, um, I mean, that's basically what they, how they explain it away, and, uh, he was working with like one of the other guys, the kid from the first season who sold sneakers all the time. Yeah,
0: I like that kid.
3: Yeah, he's he's like really grown in, in that role and become like basically like one of the leads. Um, but uh, anyway, he's like helping him at the end of season two with his like food truck and stuff. And then so now he's like they found a, a he found a lady that cooks real well, and they're like uh, taking over Sonny's Chicken Place and making their own restaurant and shit, um, what else happened? Oh, like, the big storyline of the year is, um, so you guys remember Kevin, right? Like, the main kid?
0: Yeah, yeah,
3: uh, the little one. Yeah, his older sister, uh, gets fucking kidnapped, like, three episodes in, uh, <laughs> and is being held by this, like, insane dude, who's, like, brushing her hair and shit, uh, and just being weird, um, and it's, like, initially, like, kind of feels out of place in this show that's, like, very serious. Um, but, man, that season finale, they fucking brought that shit around. Like, they had um the dude who killed, killed uh, Cooley. Now I'm forgetting the fucking character's name. Like, the old uh, bald dude from the first season.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah the yeah. the guy who shot the kid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, His story was sad. It was, and so like this yep.
3: season's all about him trying to like redeem himself and find. He's like obsessed with finding this the, the Kevin's sister, um, and he totally does at the end, of the last season. And like uh, Kevin walks into his hospital room, he gets the shit kicked out of him by the dude before, uh, before the the sister beats the fuck out of him with a crowbar. Um, But anyways, Kevin walks into his, uh, hospital room and, like, says thank you, and it's this big tearful thing. It got me a little bit, man. I was surprised, because that storyline did feel a little, uh, a little silly, but, yeah, I don't know. That show, just in general, um, it's really cool. There's, like, a whole mayoral thing going on. Uh, the dude who ran that pizza shop and was a gangster is now running for mayor, because why the fuck not? Um... I think that's probably all the major storylines. That show continues to be a just great writing, great acting. Everything about it is super well done.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised I, hate that that
0: I'm yeah I hate that I'm out on it, but I'm probably too far gone to honestly ever catch up. Um, but I really did love that first season. It was really good. But man, the Jason Mitchell stuff just brought me down so hard. Yeah.
3: They, they brought really in uh, like Lita late, uh this season, two as the as the other mayoral candidate. And, man, she fucking kills it. She can act like nice. a son of a bitch. I,
0: I do have a surprise for you. Oh, go on. I told you we'd wait, and then I heard Chuck finished it. So I did finish The Great. Let's talk about The Great. Yeah! Hey.
3: The greatest Go show for a on trade. television? Starts off, baby.
0: <laughs> the greatest show on television I tell you about the other shows on television.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's still pretty fucking awesome. Uh, it so is this a is, good show. Uh, this is a show, uh Hulu original, um, that's basically about Captain the Great um, and Peter the Great's son, um, two rulers of Russia. Most people have probably at least... Remember hearing about Catherine the Great in history class at some point. Um, this is super, super loosely based on that. Um, I
0: mean, it's a great and occasionally true story.
3: <laughs> that's exactly what it says. Um, but yeah, anyways, it's just about her, like, being married to him, and there's essentially them trying to, like, take him out because he's a fucking psychopath, and... Um, and man, that show just can, like, every 10 minutes, you're just like, oh shit, they did something else way more crazy than 10 minutes ago. And it just continues like that for eight fucking episodes, or 10 or whatever it was.
0: Uh, yeah, it's 10. Uh, Chuck, you like this show?
2: I liked it. Um, not nearly as much as Trey. Uh, <laughs> I will say that, uh, who is it? Nicholas Holt? Uh-huh. Who plays Peter the 3rd. He's awesome and that character is fucking brilliant and he does so good. It's the best thing I think he's ever done. Easily. Without a
0: doubt. He is uh he's a, that's up for character of the year is Peter the 3rd. Like he is very much up for character of the year. He was the high point of the show but and this show is very good. I'm somewhere in between you two. I'm not sure if it's a top 10 show but it's it's at least something I'm going to consider. Uh, but I, I did like it quite a bit, but it, yeah, Peter is fucking phenomenal. And it, I like, he's horrible. So you feel bad about it, but you laugh at him constantly cause it's fucking hilarious.
3: It really is, man. He just has no, uh, like compass at all for like how he should be or how he should act around other people. Like it's just totally fucking off the wall at all times. It's crazy.
2: But yeah, overall um, very good, but I, I I don't think it'll crack a top ten for me. Uh,
0: did you, Did you watch it with Kristen? No. Okay, I watched this one with Jayla actually, and that's how it kind of got the ball rolling. And then I saw you finished it, and Jayla Jayla really enjoyed it, and so that's we kept we kept on watching. Um, and uh, uh we fin- I think we watched it like four nights and we we finished the whole thing it's a pretty easy watch it's really good like I said, there's some brutal things that happen throughout but it's done in like a dark comedy setting that you find yourself laughing even though i thought the finale even though like i know history was kind of kind of tense like yeah i was like i know the changing things, so i don't really know how they're going to change it like i know i like history a lot so i knew like I knew Catherine the Great took over, and she was kind of famous for doing her coup like completely bloodless, like um, as far as like she didn't kill Peter, um, and it really turned it like wasn't a thing. Like they actually like surrounded his Winter Palace or something, and uh, she did talk him into like abdicating the throne, which is something she ended up doing. But they just had to create a little more drama. I think Leo was a made-up character uh in this show like her lover but she did she was known for having like many lovers as was common back then i don't know it was just super interesting the whole thing i'm not a huge l fanning guy um she has been in a lot of stuff i love mainly the first time i've ever seen her was in super eight because fuck yeah super eight um but she did a really really good job in this i thought um In a weird raw like, it's not... What she was doing couldn't have been easy because it was such a quirky, like, weird thing to do.
3: Yeah, but everyone in that show is just, like, a little bit off. Or a lot of it off, depending, I guess, but...
0: It was weird watching Davos, the badass assassin from Iron Fist, be, like, the pussy manservant in this. It was, like, a complete... Yeah,
2: that was him. Holy shit.
0: It was, like, completely the opposite of the only other character I've ever seen him play. And I was like, this guy's pretty good. I was like, because I've seen his full range now.
2: (laughs) Man, that scene where uh, her handmaiden's dad, like, it showed, like, why her family's in servitude now. Where he, like, goes and gets his mummified mother and fucks her on a table. (laughs) That was out of control, man. It was hilarious. I
0: laughed. Hard at that, and Jayla looked at me like I was a
1: psychopath
0: <laughs> 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 because I laughed real hard at that. And she was like, What? That she was like, That's so horrible. I'm like, I know, but look who would do that? I'm like, It's insane. So I was like, That was so funny, especially because. It cuts back to Catherine, was asking for her to get like her rights reestablished, and it just cuts back to her face, like "Oh, holy shit! I was not <laughs> expecting." that. <laughs>
2: oh man!
0: Uh, I really like this show, Trey. I am. Uh, uh, I I really I felt like I sounded like I was down on it because you were, when you said it was the best show on TV, because I was like, "Whoa." Uh, Because I did not expect that to come out of your mouth. But I really, really did enjoy it. Uh, That was, was out in May, too.
3: Definitely just in the moment, like, watching that. That was, like, the first show in a long time that, like, every day I got home from work, I was, like, excited to turn on the TV and see what happened next kind of thing. It's
0: been a little bit, so... It was really good, and there was a lot of older men that said the word pussy, and for some reason, it always makes me laugh. <laughs> You're not wrong. Uh, Let's see. Let's get Josh involved. Josh, let's talk about uh, Carnival Row. I don't think anyone else watched this, did they?
1: I do not believe so.
0: Uh, this is like the high fantasy show that debuted almost a year ago. We just now got around to watching it. Um, it was right at the beginning of, uh, this TV season that we just finished up, uh, high fantasy show on, uh, uh, Amazon that kind of mixed with like this steampunk world. Um, uh, r- actually written by, uh, at least for TV, uh, by Travis Beecham, Cleveland, Tennessee native Travis Beecham. Um, which is still crazy to think about. He, my mom was his fifth grade teacher. Holy uh,
1: shit,
0: for real? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I would like to. That I like a lot of his stuff, but I don't. Um, but I, <laughs> I am happy for him. Uh, Josh, you seemed uh, uh, you liked the show, didn't you? you? You finished it in a day.
1: Yeah, I watched it all except for the pilot in a, a single day. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. I don't know why. It, like, took me so long to get back to it. Um, I just found the characters really intriguing to me and the world and the lore behind it all. Um, I will say it's a lot of setup. Like, they have, like, multiple episodes that I feel are specifically setting up, like, character motivations and taking a decent amount of time for a show that's not maybe overabundanced with a large number of characters. It's not like a Game of Thrones where there's 30 or 40, like... Characters throughout its history that need like full backstories, but like they do the classic, like, oh, where did these two characters meet? Episode, I think, like episode three in the season, which I found to be maybe my favorite episode of the season. Um, But I felt there were like two or three more that were solely based on like character motivation and less moving the plot forward. But I just found the world, the chemistry between the characters, the like, the war or infighting between the races and the very over-the-top allegory to civil rights um, that's going on throughout it to still be very interesting and intriguing to me. I'm probably alone in this. I doubt you liked it that much if you did at all, but I kind of get that feeling from you.
0: I, I fucking hate this show.
1: <laughs> there it is.
0: <laughs> I, I wanted to like it, and I will say the world is really cool. And what they do in world building is very good. And from an effects wise, both practical and CGI, they do a very good job um, outside of the weird like man wolf things that they do. Those I don't
1: know why TV and movies and everything just forgot how to make werewolves look good, but I feel like it never the, happens.
0: Design. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, oh, back to CGI real quick on the great. The bear that they show in that is the fakest thing I've seen on TV in about six years. <laughs> the
2: and one the she walks with the
0: stuff. one that they paint, The one that she no, walks with the one that he shoots? No, not the one he shoots. The one she walks through the woods with. I was like, okay. this is just horrendous. But anyways, um, no, the practical effects and makeup on this are very good like this show was expensive to make this is the worst acted show that i expected to not be like to have i expected more because of the quality of uh, the amount of money i went in the show like i know that the island was gonna have terrible fucking (laughs) acting and that that show is like at best a guilty pleasure Uh, um on this i was like i mean orlando bloom I know Carla or whatever her name is, not known for acting, but she is a bigger name. Um, it's got Jared Harris and a lot of people. The, I don't know if it was just horrible dialogue, but man, every I cringed so often at the lines being said in this show. It was real bad.
1: That's fair. Um, I knew I was going to be alone on this one. I just had like a sneaking feeling like I had... Too many hits with the shows that I like that you also liked that I knew I was in for one that just was me and me alone. Um, This probably ends up in my top ten for the year. I don't watch nearly as much TV as you guys do, so I already know that to be the case. Um, It's not one that I'm going to die on the hill for in any way, but I really enjoyed just, like, the journey and the world that that show exists in.
0: I just feel like nothing happened. Like... They start off with, like, a Jack Ripper story that they were going for. And that gets solved real fast. And then that goes into, like, the weird Gollum story that ends up with the bad guy that I knew was the bad guy most of the show.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, There was was no hiding that.
0: She was awful. Like, so bad. Um, And like you the civil rights stuff was so like ham-fisted i was like i get what they're doing but man like it's it's rough like there's no nuance to it i did not understand the story of like the horribly bitchy like spoiled girl that like in falling in love with the with the neighbor that's uh of a different race, like the rich uh, black guy that's also yeah. like a horse. Also, them showing <laughs> what he is evidently... <laughs>
1: he's not... He's, he's a Basically like a... Like a uh, whatever Mr. Tumnus is in... Um, like a satyr, basically.
0: So they go to have sex, and they make a point to show that he has like a four-foot cock. Like, it's hitting the floor. It is so ridiculously large. And then it shows him with her slammed up against the wall, just fucking railing her. And I'm like, this would be going through her throat. I was like, there's no continuity here.
1: I don't somehow saw that scene and did not see the cock. I don't know how.
0: Oh, my God. It's so hilariously big. Like, I will say, he probably thought it was his leg.
1: I will say, um, this show is a little too dark in terms of, like, actual lighting in a lot of cases.
0: When I watched on my iPad, I couldn't see it sometimes.
1: Yeah, it was, it like, there's definitely some stuff that like, they could have done in terms of, like, maybe lightening it up a little bit, but especially most scenes at night, it's very hard to see. Uh, yeah, like I said, Plot's not gonna be winning any awards or anything, I just really like the lore, I like Orlando Bloom a lot, I don't hate Cara Delevingne the way you guys do, um... Trust so bad, me, Enchantress fucking sucked. But remember, I'm the dude that loves Valerian, so like I just enjoy her overall. So I don't know. I, I was invested in their story more than anything else. I didn't necessarily need the rich neighbors storyline and really didn't need the goat man religious cult stuff, but like um I still I yeah. don't know. I still kind of like absorbed this show in a way that I wasn't expecting to. Like I really, really enjoyed it, so I'm I'm there for season two.
0: The flashback episode was easily the best episode of the year. Like I was way more interested in the stuff that happened like during the war than anything going on in the Berg.
1: And I mean, it was like, yeah, it was all really predictable. I predicted who the villain was. I predicted that he was half a, like, you know, everything or not half a, but I predicted that he was fey in some way. Like I, I definitely wasn't fooled by anything. The only thing that I didn't necessarily see coming was the uh, overall, like, the the final villain, like, in the setup for season two. Like, I didn't necessarily predict that, nor did I predict the incest going on. But, I mean, that happened, so... You yep.
0: brother, sister, fucking? Yes. Well, why not? The show says everything else. <laughs> yeah, you're just not... I cannot see myself watching. See, I do like the world a lot, but not enough, I don't think, to sit through another eight episodes of that.
1: That's fair. The fact that there's
0: season two of this and not season one of Dark Tower just eternally will piss me off. Well, yeah,
1: no, I mean, unfortunately, Jeff Bezos is a fucking monster, and I would sacrifice a thousand seasons of this for one season of Dark Tower, but... Uh, we live in that world where you guys insist that I should be okay with Jeff Bezos living, so I guess I'm gonna watch the shows on his fucking channel.
3: It's all our fault.
1: It is. <laughs>
0: uh, Chuck, let's get you involved. Uh, we were supposed to talk about these last time, but uh, you weren't here, so I I waited on you. Uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about Legion first. Okay. Season three for the final season of Legion, uh, we stood apart on this. We both have been big fans of the show. Uh, you weren't that big on this season.
2: Yeah, I just thought it, I don't know, it kind of meandered a little bit um, at first. It picked up a lot towards the end, but it... I don't know. It just didn't have that same kind of edge the first two seasons had uh, for it uh, for me. Um, plus, like, the softening of the Shadow King and making him a semi-hero I wasn't a fan of. I mean, I guess David kind of really is the villain of the show anyway. Uh, but um, I don't know. There wasn't as near as much Lenny as I'd like. I don't know. It's just, it just didn't feel like the same show to me. There were some uh, some really cool effects and some, some really cool uh, plot points, but overall it just seemed like a different show with the same people. It was weird.
0: I liked it quite a bit. Um, I do see kind of all your points. It was a little rushed because I think it was not – I think – what I read, it was originally planned to be four seasons and they were told, finish it up in three. So some stuff kind of got moved along. I don't really love the shadow King redemption angle, even though like he's not fully redeemed, but it's more about David kind of killing the demon with inside, whether that be the past of the shadow King, as well as his own personal demons. Um, Obviously maybe swayed a little bit, by the fact that professor X is in a good bit of this season also played by the guy in Brave New World that was Viserion in Game of Thrones (laughs) uh, and actually thought he did a really good job. Uh, um, Lenny uh, was more of an Aubrey Plaza scheduling thing from what I understand of why she was not in this as much this season. Um, She just couldn't be there, so they reduced the Lenny role, which sucks because Lenny was always just a highlight. Um, I will say David being... I'm sorry.
2: And a smoke show. That's always a plus.
0: I I love me some Aubrey Plaza. Um, I will say that David being like fully powered up and not giving a fuck. uh, uh, Anytime they showed him just deciding to murder the shit out of people was fucking incredible. I loved it so much. Every time he was just like, and you're disintegrated. God, it was so cool when they raid the like fucking like, cult house he's running, and he just starts murdering people and putting them inside of walls. I was like, this is amazing! Um,
2: yeah, and when they, I they, mean, they kind of already showed that a little bit in season one and two, a lot in season two. Uh, that I think the first one or two episodes were probably my favorite episodes of the season. I think it just... It, some of the stuff in the Zeppelin was kind of cool, but not super cool. You know what I mean? I don't know.
0: No, I'm with you. That show also border, like, really straddles the line of, like, going into too fucking weird at times. Cause, like, sometimes I'm like, wait, what? And I have to, like, really, like, start paying, like, really fucking close attention or even, like, rewatch some things. So I'm like, I don't know what in the fuck just started happening and why. Um, but no, that, that also was, like, kind of hook. Um, yeah, I remember when Trey watched season one, he had to, like, just text me and be like, okay, what's happening? Um, it it didn't have quite, like, the holy shit moments of the first two seasons. Like, in the first one, when they did, like, the drawing on the wall, and we saw the original battle between Professor X and Shadow King, like, how fucking amazing that was. And then, like, the original time, he went batshit crazy. Or in season two, like, the final fight, like, the finale of season two is like one of the best episodes of TV in the past five years. Like, it's so good. It didn't have that. I don't think... It's probably my third-ranked season, but I was still I was still pretty high on it. I, overall, I left pretty satisfied with the conclusion of it as a show. I like they went into his actual Legion character, like, they showed that like how fractured his psyche was and how many versions of David there was um they didn't get into that as much as I wanted, and especially into like how in the comics each one each personality controls an aspect of his power um they just, just didn't, i guess didn't have time really to delve into that, but I did like that they at least touched on that um and I like that basically he I like the happy ending and the fact that they go and they basically eliminate the shadow King and let him have a normal life. So that erases the David that we've known. And he, we get to see him while still being a mutant, grow up with his father and uh, who is professor. Right. He just grows up with his family. And I I like the happy ending of it, even though I agree with you. There were some things that I I wouldn't have done, but overall, I still just really fucking enjoyed being in that world. And seeing, Uh, alright yeah anyways so the last of Legion that we'll be talking about uh, sadly I do wish we had one more season Uh, let's also talk about Killing Eve season 3
2: yeah Killing Eve
0: Uh, I love love this this oh sorry go ahead no, I was saying basically what you were. Go ahead. What did you, you think about season three? Trey, are you still watching this show?
3: Um, I'm super behind. Like, I'll admit halfway through season two. <laughs> it's, it's so
2: funny. You were the one that convinced me to watch this show.
1: Shit happens, <laughs> man. I don't know. <laughs> oh, uh,
0: I feel
1: um, we, let's just
0: talk about killing you because Trey won't fucking remember any of this. So that's that correct. Find. Go
3: ahead. I'm, I'm going to just try to tune you out and you do it to it.
2: Um, so I love this show. Most of my love comes from Villanelle, uh, Jodie Comer. She is so perfect in this particular role. As a matter of fact, they just, uh, the Emmys just released like what show or what episode from the show that she got nominated for, um, as for the real. And it's the one where she goes back, uh, to her hometown and finds her mom. And murder the shit out of her.
0: <laughs> that whole uh, episode, man, like was like next level, even for that show. Like it was the best she's been on that show. It was one of the best episodes uh, of the year. Like we'll certainly be talking about that on the award show. That episode was really fucking good.
2: Yeah, the whole thing with the carnival, and then her shitty like, what was it? Uh, sister and step, or brother in law, or whatever. Uh, her mom was just a piece of crap. Uh, uh, but at the very end, like, she got the, the kid and that uh, other guy, like, out of the house and then just fucking murdered her. And just the expression on her face was just perfect. And then, uh, I love when she sees Eve on the bus for the first time. Uh, the, just the, the, she gets on her face. When she sees or thinks about Eve, it's almost like kind of a wistful, very romantic kind of look that she has. Um, it's just, I don't know, it's so cool. Their relationship is just awesome. And the music always fits, like always fits. Um, I was real, real sad to see what happened to Kenny. Uh, right? Yeah, that's yeah. I like that kid. Uh, lesser known Taryn Edgerton. <laughs> that's what I like man, to call
0: that is, him. <laughs> that's a damn fine nut right there, sir.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I'll, man, I can't get enough of this show. Like, I, I can't wait for it to come back. I hope she wins again. I know she was a long shot the last time, but uh, she's really, really good in this show.
0: She has to be one of the favorites, I think, because um, i I like season two better than I did season three, but I think she was even better in season three as an actress. Uh, she's so good. But her and Sandra uh, were both nominated again, uh, as was um, the like the woman like head the aunt from Harry Potter uh, that's yeah, like the head opinion. of. Yeah, she. Um, uh, I think she was nominated for best supporting actress. If I'm not wrong. Um, oh, she was that the season itself i think my main gripe with it is i liked it still i liked the show um it had some low points for me i didn't it did the thing where like their chemistry is my favorite thing on there and they spent way too much time apart uh in this yes, i agree with that like i'm happy cuz i think in season 4 like with the way season 3 ends with them both looking back at each other i was like okay I think season four we get back to some more, way more interaction between those two. Um, but overall, I still really liked it, and it's just kind of fun just to watch them acting. To me, like it's just one of those yeah. where you're just like Jodie Comer's acting is so good, and her character is so good that you just you, you can watch that as as much as you want to, and it, you'll always enjoy it.
2: Yeah, that scene on the uh, that scene on the bridge was real good. I loved it.
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. It was it was awesome, and uh, I don't know. I'm kind of excited to see where it goes. I don't see this show lasting a whole lot longer, um, but I I will enjoy what we have, uh, you know, while we can.
2: Yeah, hopefully she'll get some more roles. That's not her being uh, Rey's mom and of Skywalker.
0: <laughs> uh, also, Jordi Comer's hot. Yes, she is. There we go. We both sent it. Trey's bags. Josh listened. I didn't care.
2: I don't. We We just finished up on Jody Comer's hot, Trey, so you're caught up.
0: Noted. Um. All right, so let me go through. We didn't watch Riverdale because Trey wasn't going to get done. There's no reason for me to talk about Riverdale without Trey, a partner in crime. I feel the same might be happening to Nancy Drew if you watch Nancy Drew. Uh, uh, I didn't get to finish Devs, so I hope you didn't go ahead and do that like I asked you to. Sorry, Chuck. Okay. (laughs) Did you watch
2: it? Wait, which one? Devs. I did not watch Devs. Uh,
0: okay, good. Well, we'll be watching that soon. I haven't seen. I didn't get to finish Titans yet either. Uh, we'll be getting there though. God damn it! Um,
1: I'll be watching just, that the rest of this that's week. This
0: show's been dumb for like eight months. I know. I'm trying my best. <laughs> you watch Carnival Road for
2: Christ's sake.
0: You're welcome. I didn't know it was gonna suck. <laughs>
2: Jesus,
1: I disagree with that, but okay. Uh,
2: You are going to say that Carnival Row is better than Titans, you fucking fraud. You piece of shit. There is nothing about Carnival Row that's going to be better than fucking Deathstroke, you ass.
1: I didn't say that. I just simply said I disagree with what you were saying.
0: You piece of shit. You implied it, John. (laughs) Evidently, I don't know. Uh, all right, that leaves us one show to talk about before we talk about some movies. Uh, let's talk about FX on Hulu original, Dave. Yeah! Um, <laughs> we briefly touched on uh, Dave. I think we brief- we had like, kind of seen the pilot back when it came out, and that's during all the COVID shit when we were trying to catch up is when it first premiered. So we haven't really talked much about this show. I just... Fucking love this show. Like this is David is like almost like Atlanta and Master of None level for me. Yeah,
1: I'm really sad. Oh, that's I didn't a so high praise.
0: I feel like it's, like just it's a, a different topic. It.
2: it to me, it feels like Master of None, like mashed up with seasons like two through four of the league, like. It's got that kind of raunchy humor that just absolutely hits. But it's got some actual, like, touching moments at certain points, too. Um, But, uh, God damn it, when it's funny, it's fucking funny, man.
0: I laughed a lot at this. There's There's been a sneaky good year for comedy. There's been some really fucking funny seasons of TV on. But Dave is really towards the fucking top of them, man. I laughed a lot at this show
2: when when she makes the milking table for him and then he uh he's like uh, she's like he's like I'll I'll eat your ass she's like really and so she sits up on top of the milking table and he's underneath of it and the garage door opens and it's his roommate I'll just park out on the street
1: it was
0: god it was perfect when he goes to her sister's wedding and he eats a carrot for the first time because he's never been made to eat vegetables, <laughs> and it, it fucks him up so bad that he they go on a hike and like his stomach is like exploding <laughs> and he has to run and he just shits everywhere and he's just in like pure ecstasy as it finally he finally gets relief and he goes I just invented reinvented diarrhea I I almost. <laughs> <laughs> I so
1: hard. um
0: i will say there are it's no worse than sometimes of uh i mean master nun and uh atlanta both do it and i know josh you love those as well uh, but there are some really awkward moments because dave is just an awkward fucking dude man yeah he is
1: it scared me off from watching it, like, for sure, but I, I do still wish I had seen this, because I love the first episode.
0: Man, right, I, I you liked Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, you really liked it as well. I was going to give you a chance to talk about it.
3: Yeah, I think... Um, if I had to, to make one complaint, it's that... I think it's the first episode, right? Where he, like, freestyle raps. He, like, ends up in that studio towards the end of the episode. Yeah. All right, it's been a while since I've watched it now, so just making sure I'm not mixing it up. But anyways, um, I wanted more of that. I I could have used more of him rapping. But outside of that, um, yeah, for whatever reason, it didn't hit me that it was in that same kind of genre as Atlanta and Master of None. But now that you say it, it totally fucking is.
1: Oh yeah, it totally fits that mold. Like from just the first episode to me,
3: man, it's fucking good. It's just it's high level comedy.
2: (laughs) His freestyle rap uh, in the uh, in the studio when he was gonna do the uh, the rap about uh, prison rape and the institutionalization of prisons in America or whatever is like an eight minute rap (laughs) (laughs) song. Minutes what? But that freestyle rap that he does right there is, the, I think, the best thing he does in the whole show.
0: No, I agree with you, and I actually agree with Trey. Like, I wanted more of the rap, but I actually, I think it was intentional. Like, I think we're seeing his growth, and I think it was used to really drive home points and, like, act as, like, big moments of the show. Like, we find out, as someone who doesn't know anything about Little Dicky, I was like, oh, shit, that was really awesome in the first episode. And then I'm kind of getting his, like, sensationalized life story and and then like his big break moment has been happening and then like his real moment where he's introduced to the world on a legit stage on like the real uh on the breakfast club with uh and all the cred that comes with it uh with charlemagne and all that and then he's gonna do that and you know he has makes a better decision for his career and he just goes awesome fucking freestyle i was hyped it was so good I had seen clips of it just because it's it's been out for a while, so it's popping up on Facebook, and I was like, I've got to watch this show. It was so good. Also, we cannot move on before we talk about also contender of the year for best character, and that is Gata. Yeah, Gata.
2: <laughs> Man, his episode—he's going full bipolar—is
0: hard to watch at times. He's a, a good actor. Like surprise Like when he like goes into like. He's like I'm bipolar, man, and like he kind of goes into it, and then like there's a ser- what we we're talking about where they do the real emotional beats, and like how bipolar affects him, but like how he genuinely loves Dave, and like what they're believes in him, and what they're doing, and all that, like, and then like how good of a companion he is throughout. Like it was like really heartfelt, and then like when he's on the Breakfast Club, and like he's Dave's getting stereotyped as a white rapper, like and cultural appropriation and like Gator like completely comes in and like defends him and he's like this is my brother like he's like I don't see race like it was really fucking good man yeah it was
2: stay at this guy's house his mom makes me food <laughs> he's my brother it's cool it was cool it was, it
0: was a really good scene let's talk also about how Dave is an idiot and he has the greatest girlfriend in the world and he must do whatever he can to get her back
2: yeah that's got to happen
0: she made him a he milking table. He doesn't deserve her. She is the most understanding girl, and she's really hot. Yeah, she is.
2: Yeah, uh, that episode where the wedding episode where he's like recording and uh, auto tune with her, and then they play it back at the end in a total different context. I was just like, it holy me, shit, man. that was really well done.
0: It was very well done. And then, in the complete opposite side of the spectrum, I almost again vomited laughing when he uses a stick with toilet paper to clean out the pussy of his sex doll.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, thing, that thing falling out of the shower. God yeah, damn and he it. To
0: hide it. <laughs> the legs fall out of the shower, and she's like, Jesus Christ! I laughed so hard. Oh, man.
1: Josh I know some moments
0: were just full for you but
1: I Oh I I'm, I'm going to watch it. it. Josh was really horrified. <laughs> yeah, but I'm still going to watch it. I'm I'm really excited to finish it. I love I the biggest little dicky fan. Like I fucking love that guy. Um so I'm I'm really excited to finish watching it. I'm pissed that I didn't.
0: I uh like, I, kn- I had heard his name before. I didn't know much about him. But, man, I like that dude. He's just, he's, he's just, it's like, he's he's pleasant to watch. Like, he's just funny, and he's very, like, late. I don't know, man. Like, I really wish, like, I was floored by how much I like this show. I was not ready for it.
1: His, he's also an incredibly talented rapper. Like, he just is. Yeah,
0: um, from what his- I... And like, all of that stuff was, like, basically kind of how it happens with him. Like, he's actually amazing at rapping.
1: Yeah, he's got, uh, a couple of his songs are, like, on heavy rotation for me. Um, his, he did a song with Brendan Urie from Panic! at the Disco, which is heartbreaking and, like, a true story of a relationship he had, and it's really fucking good. Like, I, I love that dude.
0: Nice. Um... Trey, I didn't watch Homeland. I'm sorry. I haven't got there yet. That's okay. My goal is to watch it about the time that you've forgotten every single thing that happened.
3: Oh, but that, that would be currently. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you should watch it. I, 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 I enjoyed how it wrapped up personally, but I know we've been a little split on these last few seasons, so I'll be curious to yeah. see what you think.
0: It's been a little downhill for me, but I I watched the first 3 episodes back when they first came out this year and I liked it and then I just Jayla watched on without me and then I was like, well, I'll catch up some I will cuz I I mean, I put what 8 seasons in, you know, almost at this point, I I will definitely finish that show. On. Yeah. Uh let's talk a couple of movies. We don't have a ton. Um Big one for you, Chuck, and I guess Josh. I don't know. I think you like you like psych, don't you, Josh?
1: Yeah, I meant to watch this when I finally signed up for Peacock. I'm pissed. I I need to watch the first one too. Uh,
0: uh, did you watch Psych like, the mu- the the movie too, Chuck?
2: Fuck yeah! So to <laughs> get Peacock, son. <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, he's I, not wrong. I enjoyed the clips of Psych, but I've never wa- gone through and watched all of Psych. That's on the one day list. Uh, but I know I would enjoy it. Um uh, but I do know you were a huge fan of this. How was Psych the Movie 2? Psych the movie two
2: is, is great. Um uh, Psych the movie uh had a disturbing lack of one um Carlton Lasseter. Uh because he had a severe stroke uh, before they started uh, shooting his scenes. Uh, He is actually um, back, but you can tell that he's not, he'll never be the same as he was before. Um, He's not enfeebled or anything, but um, they actually built it into the show. Uh, He got shot several times on a crime scene. And when they were trying to bring him back to life, he had a stroke while he was on the operating table. Uh, So he can't walk, um, he can't fully move, like he doesn't have full function of all his uh, facial expressions. Um, They do write the dialogue for him pretty well, but most of the time he's in a, uh, he's in the hospital bed. Um, So it's it's still kind of sad, but he's he's there and it feels it feels more complete that way, I guess. Um, It's hysterical. There are some really great moments in it. Um, uh, They're trying to solve the murder or the like who shot Lassie and why and all that kind of stuff. And they're going in and out of the uh, the facility. Uh, That is run by uh, Richard Schiff, who used to play Toby Ziegler on uh, West Wing. So it's nice to see him out and about looking good. Uh, And then everybody else is back, man. Woody's back. uh, Henry's back. Of course, Chief Vic. They go back to their uh, psych office. It's the first time they've been back since the show wrapped. Uh, And it's turned into a cat cafe, (laughs) which is pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, overall, man, I mean, it's just more psych, and more psych, bless you, just puts a smile on my face, and any time I can get to it, I'll watch it. As a matter of fact, after watching that movie, I've been going back through the seasons. I'm almost done with season two right now.
1: It's so good. That show is so good. Like, it's one of the better, like, full runs of a show. I never feel like any season is worse uh, off for anything uh character chemistry is fantastic um james rode who's now i think rode garcia he's gone by his full name now i think is just yes. fantastic as sean um it's right I, I love that show the episode with the big show is fantastic yeah the sasquatch yeah, the episode what with
0: really uh Further you just say just then. <laughs> uh,
1: the episode, All the episodes of Terry Elvis are great. Like, it's... Despero. Man, it's 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 a really good show. I'm glad I went through and watched it, like, at the beginning of this whole fucking podcast ordeal we've been doing. It's, like, one of the first shows that I think I went back and watched along with, like, Chuck and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to get into it. The first one is on there, too, right? Yes. Okay, good.
0: Yeah, thanks, um,
1: Plus, I Lassie is on Gallivant, so I have to support it.
0: I have very unfortunately not been able to watch Greyhound. Did anyone else get to see it?
1: No, not yet. Now it's on uh, a. It's on Plex. It's actually, I'm also paying for Apple TV, so I guess I could just watch it directly through that it. bullshit. Apple
0: TV. I will recommend. I'm to be on the the list for next time and. Uh, I know this is going to sound crazy, but I do recommend, I would like you guys to watch a morning show if you have any interest. I ended up, that show got way better after the kind of okay pilot.
1: Can I replace it with C?
0: You can if you want. I'm going to watch that show before the awards. I'll I'll watch C and uh, For All Mankind. Uh, Anyways, but I really want to see Graham. This is where, like, not having movie theaters hurt me. I want to see that movie in the movie theater, and I would have been there for that, but, you know, fuck
1: it's you, It's also COVID. only 90 uh, minutes.
0: Yeah, it's it's, very, it's not very long, but I am pretty stoked for it. But every time I've wanted to watch it, Jayla's been with me. She's like, I don't want to watch that before bedtime. And so there's that.
2: <laughs> wow. That was that was a good spot on Jayla. Nice work. Thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> He's got some uh, Yeah. Uh I did not get to watch this movie, but a couple of you guys did, and I am very uh, sad I didn't get to watch it, so please don't spoil it. But uh, talk to me about Palm Springs, all you who have watched it.
1: So just me and Chuck? Okay. I love this movie. Um, It is... So, I mean, obviously, the, the basic premise we know about already, but, like, it is my favorite groundhog day style movie or show other than obviously groundhog day to me like it does the whole repeat thing um better than most of those others like happy death day and a few others that like for some reason are just like going out of my mind right now but i think that this one is just based solely on the strength of uh andy sandberg and uh Kristen malati's chemistry and like just his overall very fun nature i think they play with that trope well enough to where it was, it felt, like, fresh. Um, J.K. Simmons is also wonderful in it, as he always is. I just, I had a real fun time watching this movie.
2: Uh, this movie was awesome. I liked it quite a bit. Um, a, a great chemistry between the two leads. The girl that kinda looks like, um, Elijah Dushku, uh, but kind of looks like Ellen Page, like you smush them together a little bit. Oh, oh. I don't know.
1: Talking about I Kristen Malati? Is that her the, name? The main girl?
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The the mother in How I Met Your Mother for two yeah, episodes was that or whatever? Was? Was? Yeah. She's the
2: one that ruined that show? Oh, wait, no. The whole show is overrated. Never mind.
1: Kobe um, <laughs> so no, Col- Smulders is the I one that ruined that it. show at the end of it. <laughs>
2: Um but yeah no I I liked the whole uh like how all that kind of started I thought it was kind of funny how she went missing for months on him but she was just using that to study physics and astrophysics just to figure out how to get out uh testing on goats and shit uh yeah JK Simmons was hilarious I love it when he's mean and swears and
1: yeah, with, without going into too many spoilers, he's mean as shit in this movie for sure. Um, oh god,
2: yeah, he tortures him all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I had a real, real fun time with it for sure.
2: And there, I don't know, man. It, it's it's funny. It was a really good. It's one of the better romantic comedies I think I've seen in a long time. To be honest with you, uh, it's, it's very good.
1: Yeah, uh, Derpy Superman is in it.
2: That's true. That's true. He's a douchebag.
1: Tyler yeah, Tyler Hochland is. I I kept looking at his face and I'd being like, "Is it him or does he just have weirdly shapen eyes?" Like, I can't tell if it is Tyler Hochland or not what until I look it up. With weird eyes, he's like, got weird eyes, man. It's he doesn't have like really close together eyes. That's reserved for Ryan Reynolds and Ryan Reynolds alone. Um, by the way, Ryan Reynolds, a man who is a billion times more beautiful than me, so I understand that. But I'm sorry, his eyes are like this close together. Um, At
2: least you didn't get married on a plantation, am I right, Josh? <laughs> true story. I don't have to
1: be regretful for that mistake. <laughs> um, I totally recommend everybody watch this movie, though. It's a it's a good way to kill ninety to like hundred minutes or whatever. And like, it's it's totally one of those where like you know exactly what it is, but it's really fun and it's really kind of heartwarming in a way while being raunchy and like everything that you would expect from an Andy Samberg project. Um, that dude is just, like, one of my favorite people in Hollywood, I think, is, like, what it is at the end of the day. I do also agree with you. I really like having, like, a tangible reason behind, or sort of tangible reason behind the time loop, um, which is, like, kind of in the trailer as well, but is, like, the opening scene. Um, and I like where they started this movie off without talking about it a whole lot. Um, I-, I really like their, like, take on this particular story, which has become a frequent thing in... More recent years, I would say.
0: I do like new good rom-com, so I'm excited. I mean, I don't expect it to be as good as the classic Netflix movie Set It Up, which I just adore, but I am looking forward to that. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I forgot about that movie. This movie doesn't have Chad Radwell, so it's already behind it.
3: <sighs> yeah, Chad Radwell
0: set it up so good. Uh, Alright, finally, the, the last thing we're going to finish with. Uh, um, Netflix original movie The Old Guard.
1: Yeah! I wanted to so
2: watch this. Is this. Are, this is also <laughs> based on graphic novel too,
1: right?
0: Yes, it is based on graphic novel. Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Uh, what is it, uh, Pushed by Sapphire? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Based on an awful push by Sapphire. No, you asshole. Um, so this is about a group of people um, that can be killed, but they automatic they've got Wolverine syndrome. They heal up and come back to life. Um, but eventually it will stop and it'll go away, but they can live for a very long time. There's a small group of people. When a new one uh is activated and it might be hundreds of years like they all they can see each other like they dream and they can find the other one i i obviously i've seen this and i so josh you didn't but I know Trey did. unfortunately you, you watch, uh, Chuck?
2: yeah yeah i'll watch it
1: like
0: the first day it came out of course you did mr netflix
1: <laughs> I, was gonna say, I need to go on a netflix movie run. i need to watch this i need to watch extraction um oh, that's good too yeah, there's a few yeah, more. I there's a bunch.
0: Up. There's a couple big ones on the here. Anyway, what did you guys think about this movie?
2: I like this movie a lot, man. Um, some good action. Um, some, I mean, decent acting for the type of movie that it was. Uh, I yeah. like the story uh, quite a bit. Um, I thought the uh, uh, the black girl, the the new recruit or whatever, I thought she was great. There was a a, a A nice little twist as far as the uh, uh, the dichotomy of the group is concerned. Um, Yeah, I I I like this whole movie, man. I I recommend it for sure. Uh, Yeah, it sounds like I'm where Chuck's at. Um, I thought this movie
3: was fucking awesome. Um, It is definitely acting as like B tier for uh, a good portion of it, or maybe A minus. I don't know. You know, again, good for what it is—an action flick. But the at, the action in it is like really cool, and I guess "original" is probably the wrong word. But I don't know that I like a whole team of essentially wolverines going around fucking up people with broadswords at the beginning of the movie. Pretty <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs>
0: The action is very good. Like their hand-to-hand combat, it's shot very well. The core, it's choreographed very well. their Theron is particularly good, like in her fight choreography, and they pull it off really well. But they use—you can watch them like using like some pretty cool little camera chicks to make like to clearly speed up the action and make it look cool, which a lot of things do. It's shot very well. Acting, you were right on the B level. The A minus might be a bit much, but it's not. It's certainly not bad. Um, I like it. it was a little generic, but at the same time, it was fun. Um, in a time when we're not getting a lot of movies, um, it, it's ranks probably higher on my list than I normally would. Um, but it was certainly a lot of fun to watch. The only part I didn't like, um, is a lot of Harry Potter adjacent people today. Uh, uh, his cousin from Harry Potter is the main bad guy who's. We're supposed to believe runs a pharmaceutical company yeah, uh, Dudley.
2: it's it's Dudley, Dudley Dudley's yeah. also a bad guy in his dark materials season one too wait that's who that was yeah
0: y- yeah he got his skinnier, materials yeah.
2: Josh, I know you're trying to think of it. He's the constable in the village that is holding York prisoner. that's him.
1: Are you serious?
2: Yeah, that tall, skinny guy.
1: God, I need to work out more, apparently. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that dude dropped some poundage. He,
0: he got real skinny. He did not get good at acting. I, uh, it I turns really out. Did, not, it, I did not enjoy him in this movie. I thought he was pretty terrible. Uh, but that's okay, because that's not real. I mean, I didn't go to this for its Oscar uh, nominees, but it was... Uh, it, it was a lot of fun, but he was the only thing that stood out to me. I was like, oh, he's real fucking bad. Also, just random Tail Asia 4. Why not?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, everything but, needs a random Chihuahua Asia 4, so.
0: I, I love that dude. He was like, I was like, you and Charlie Seron are like legitimately good actors. And I, I mean, it's just weird that you're in this, but I'm enjoying it. So it's okay.
2: <laughs> it's insane that this is
0: the same guy. Hey, man,
2: Old Guard number two. Look for it on Netflix. It'll be coming out. They set it up. I'm ready.
0: It's done well, and they absolutely are going to have another one because it's done well, and they set up for it. in the most obvious thing ever, I'm like, the whole time, I was like, I told Jalen that that was about to happen. I was like, otherwise, a decent amount of, like, exposition and plot in this movie was for literally nothing if they don't bring something into this. Which I won't ruin for Josh, but you will know pretty fast. You'll know it's coming. But yes, Thank they're you. totally gonna make old park 2. Uh,
1: I need to watch Serenity to now watch that you it. mentioned Chew with Hill.
0: Yeah, Serenity. It's a so good. good one. Yes. You Still have to the best thing he's been in. Chew Hill? Yes. So we're just gonna pretend like Twelve Years a Slave doesn't exist or
1: I like Serenity more than Twelve Years a Slave, and I like Serenity more than Doctor Strange. I'm sorry. Serenity is a top
0: the best thing. I like several things more than Twelve Years of Slave, but he is He's a leaf on
1: the wind, Evan. Watch him <laughs> soar. God, it's so good. It's so uh, god damn it. Serenity is so good. Did just watch Twelve Years a Slave? slave? Huh? <laughs> did you say that's not in twelve years of slave?
3: I said did you just whitewash twelve years of slave?
1: <laughs> I don't think I did.
0: Oh man. Did you did you also get married on a plantation?
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, joke's uh, on you, I'm not nor will I ever be married, so fuck off.
0: Well, little- you don't know that. No, and you I'm can't know. what. If, so what if you meet the girl of your dreams once you get wants married? To get
1: married on a plantation?
0: But she wants a plantation wedding.
1: Then she's not the girl of my dreams.
0: <laughs> it's just a farm. It's all it is. It's just a bad connotation with the name. Just call it it's, a farm wedding.
1: It's, it's a farm with a real bad history, though.
0: I mean, maybe. You don't know that. Just
1: get There's married at much... a
2: clan rally instead.
0: <laughs> Uh-oh.
1: There's just pretty much no circumstance that I can really feel like I'd be comfortable with getting married at a plantation.
0: What about the swaherd Nursery?
1: Was it a plantation? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I highly doubt it. <laughs>
0: I mean, <laughs> we were a big farm that grew a lot of crops back in the day, but my family, my ancestors were poor, so we—they definitely didn't own slaves.
1: <laughs> then we're clear. I'll get married at Swafford Nursery. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the that's gold. a good
0: way to. Let's just go out on a high note, talking about plantations and slavery.
2: Yeah. All, all, all the bridesmaids are holding Paul's gold as their bouquets.
0: damn <laughs> yeah, right, trademark.
1: But you got to keep them. You got to keep them in the pots though, because I'm not. I'm not buying those flowers, and they got to go out from shipment in the morning.
0: There you go, company men You are. Yeah. All right, guys. That was a good show. We have a lot more watching. Uh, Make sure uh, to check out the first show. We'll be back in a couple weeks. We'll be back uh, probably here in uh, about two months. We'll be uh, wrapping up all the uh, shows that we've been talking about. We'll be talking about them again in our award show. Somehow. Fuck you, COVID. We're going to figure out around you. Uh, But make sure to stay tuned. Thank you, guys.
2: Also, feel free to tweet us at Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time.
1: Did he put him in one note? That idiot.